welcome across space and time into the light of the world where the captain's quadrant rests. I am your co-host, Captain Joe Dove, and with me as always is Jason. And joining us this week are very special guests, Admiral Annie and Fleet Commodore Jason. <laughs> Who's ready to take us there into the captain's quadrant? Uh, welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad that you're all able to join us this week. It's so much fun having a full roundtable to discuss this great episode of Star Trek. I thought it was a great episode. We'll see what you guys think in the moments to come. But right now, we're going to jump right into first contact. <laughs> so I got to say, this was a, an interesting episode because it took so many pieces from different episodes and put them together and it worked very well. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that um, the ending for me is what stood out the most because for me, there is a deep reference to Deep Space Nine and I absolutely adored it. And I just want to uh, just take a quick moment to have a special shout out to my stepmom, Dory Blacker, who pointed out that the um, Captain Kirk's uh, brother is Sam Kirk, not his uncle. And there's a little bit of puppeteering in the last episode with the uh, Zealots. So I just wanted to mention those two things. We appreciate you greatly. Thanks for watching. And please, sir, to keep watching. So let's go around, starting with the, well, we have to start with the Fleet Admiral, uh, Fleet, Fleet Commodore Jason. Yes, let's start with you or your first initial thoughts of the episode before I get into the episode summary. Well, my initial uh, thought was that uh, there's nothing new under the sun. They took a bunch of things that existed, cobbled them together into something that, against all odds, worked. And I think it's mostly because of the characterization. So I'm giving it thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I would not be remiss to recognize our other Admiral, Admiral Annity. What are your th- initial first thoughts? I Like every episode of this show so far, I really enjoyed it. So... Yeah, I enjoyed the kind of the throwbacks, the collection of different things from different episodes uh, throughout the original series, especially Una's backstory. Um, Yeah, loved it. And of course, our good right hand, Jay, who uh, apparently he demoted demoted yourself. No, I've become the (laughs) omnipotent being that I was always (laughs) destined to be. Traveler. Just Jay. Just Jay. I've only got one point to make about this episode. Did did anyone see Ensign Lance? I mean, like Ensign Hiddleston, Ensign Lance, Lance Hiddleston and Timothy Chalamet have a yes. Kiss? That's exactly <laughs> what I thought he was. I was like, is that Timothy that Chalamet? It, right? I thought it was a, a cameo. I was like, oh, they got Timothy Chalamet this week. Oh, he's the one that's <laughs> a heck of a virus. cameo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just not a bad cameo for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. I agree with the. Uh, the other two. See, I don't really have to answer them anymore because of my own being. So I'll agree <laughs> with Starfleet for now. Yes. All right. So let us jump into the episode summary. I keep doing that. Uh, I need the... fanfare music, don't I? <laughs> yeah, we, we should have something like for Avatars, you know. Um, the U.S. Enterprise encounters a contagion that ravages the ship. One by one, the entire crew is incapacitated, except for number one. Una Chin Riley, who must now confront a secret that she's been hiding as she races to find a cure. Mm. Yes. I mean, we go straight to pros and cons. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, pretty much like we had all 
touched on for the, the purposes of the episode. It was an amalgamation episode. It took pieces of Next Gen's Contagion issues and the original series Contagion issues and merged that together. And then it brought in the Scotty Bean uh, transporter incident where he kept somebody in, himself in transporter stations from the next generation, which I thought was a nice nod. And then it ends with something very deep, which is a deep connection to Deep Space Nine. But um, I thought the biggest pros this week was the guest star of Timothy Chalamet. Uh, <laughs> Ensign, uh, Lance. Ensign Lance. Ensign Lance. Uh, is he, did he make it out or is he no I longer? I think everybody made it out. I think everybody everybody made it out. Yeah. Yeah. They got to learn from Discovery. We've got to start killing people off. I mean, come on. <laughs> people wear red shirts for a reason. So uh, I, I found it very, not you, get a fleet commodore. <laughs> different type of red shirt, different type of red shirt. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was impressed. I also love the nice cuddle hug that uh, Spock and Captain Pike held uh, while they were dealing with the Alarian ghosts, which I thought was very cute and, and fit very well. I thought that was a big pro. The only con that I had con, was uh, from <laughs> from Con herself. Uh, she, I don't know, there's just something, I don't know if she's augmented or not, because I know she's a descendant from Con Union Singh, uh, but I believe that they dealt with how the, the Federation is separated and isolated a lot of the augments, and it's almost a type of separation that is a type of uh, bias that the Federation has against augmented people, which I thought was kind of like, okay, we, we touched that in Deep Space Nine and we touched that with Khan and we touched that with so many things. It's like this, they, they kind of came with the same suit, so to speak. And uh, after a while, it's like, okay, it's great that you're pulling all these things, but like, we don't need that piece as well. But I would like to know if she's augmented, did she hold back or was the Alarian mm. just that strong in Una? So I'm gonna I go. I'm going with Annie because you look like you're ready to go. Go. All you. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I feel like uh, the way that she was talking to Una when they were sitting across the table from each other at 10 forward, I feel like she was biased against augments the mm -hmm. way that she was talking. So right. my guess is that she's not, but mm. I could totally be wrong. I don't feel like they've touched on that. Um, well, one thing I will say before you go, I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. uh, Admiral, and then follow if I may speak, <laughs> the um, the interesting thing, the, the connection with Deep Space Nine is Julian Bashir held and hid his augmentation. So maybe it's the same type of thing that she's doing. That's right. I digress. Please continue. Yeah. No, no, no. That's totally valid. Yeah. I want to I want to learn more about her because of that connection with Khan that mm -hmm. I mean, let's hear more about it, you know. So for me, this episode only had one con. And it's a weird one because I very much enjoyed the way it played out. So when Una shares with Pike that she is Illyrian, which is against like fleet regulations and all of that, knowing one, how the military works. Uh, I used, I served in the army. So. Oh, wow. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, and also knowing, so like knowing how all of that works and how regulations work and you can't really break those without significant consequences and knowing how Starfleet Captain Pike was while I loved the fact that he was like, hell no, like you're staying in the fleet, like yeah. you're officer, which is like what my heart wanted. 
mm-hmm. had a very hard time kind of suspending my disbelief around that, knowing how the military works and how those things kind of come up and, and uh, are handled. That was like my only con. I just wish that like regulations hadn't been brought up or whatever. That was like a thing for me. But mm. I like I said, like I loved everything else about this episode. I loved the Pike and Spock time. I loved um, all the little cuddle buddies. <laughs> I have to say, when they all started, like you know, when Lance like cracked his head against that thing and opened it up to the light, I had this like throwback moment to when moths were a huge thing with like the moth memes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, oh, he just became the moth man. Like, holy crap, you know. So like throwback to the moth memes. Um, but um, did anyone else, uh, I don't know if this is like a future prediction or if this is like a pro, but when, uh, when Mabenga pulled his daughter out of the transporter buffer, I had this thought like, okay, if, if uh, Una can cure this wild disease that they don't know anything about just because it like attacked her, is there a way now that they can synthesize a cure using Una's blood or her um, antibodies, whatever they use to fight this vitamin D deficiency virus? Can they use that to cure Mbenga's daughter? Interesting. That that brings up a great point because in the um, Kelvin universe at the end of Star Trek Into Darkness, they did something similar when he realized injecting the blood from that's One right. Cons brought the triple yeah. back and it brought Kirk back. So right. that is a valid point and something maybe we'll find out later on. So, yeah. All right. Fleet Commodore, please give us your pros and cons. Well, um, I think the biggest pro of this series so far is the cast because we're only three episodes in and I are, I buy completely that they are not only shipmates, but I buy this point that they are kind of a de facto family and that they're caring for each other. And so, you know, I think that the story was recycled. And I think because of that, uh, a lot of it felt like that it was retreaded ground. And I guess if you want to call that a con, that's a con. con. Uh, con. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I think the, the, <laughs> the chemistry, the, the actors uh, is this show's saving grace. It's just been blessed with just this, crew with this incredible chemistry and i i hope all of them stick around for a very long time i hope that they Mm -hmm. just make this series their career until they die personally (laughs) many 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 years down the road well he keeps saying five-year mission so uh, how many years are they into their five-year mission though that's a good point yeah that's a good point maybe yeah interesting all right well uh jay yeah, I uh, pros and cons are kind of a mixed bag this week. Ooh. I uh, I agree with uh, Fleet Commodore. It if I was to compare this episode, it'd be The Force Awakens. Oh. So with The Force Awakens <laughs> being so many good things about Star Wars showing again, it just retreaded very familiar things. And that's what I'm the only thing I'm a little bit concerned about at this point is the first three episodes have very, felt very familiar. Mm-hmm. In, in 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 regards to the plots that they're using so and i know that's probably a strategy behind the team to keep people engaged and but i'm really keen in seeing you know, a different kind of storyline starting to appear in it um i have a problem with the morality of the doctor keeping his daughter in the 
in the transporter. I don't know if how I feel about that because although the intentions seem pure in some ways, it's a very selfish act in another way. Right, because um, you exposed everybody to... Right. Yeah, and then yeah. The first thing I thought of when she comes back would be like, first thing I'd be like, Dad, can you get me out of this thing? Like, yeah. Right. Uh, like, I haven't been in the bathroom in days. Like, <laughs> decades, decades. I've been I'm, I'm really decades. hungry at this point. Yeah, you know? right. I'm, I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do have a little bit of an issue with that. Um, uh, yeah. So, But besides that, it is. I mean, again, you're talking about characters. I think... Rebecca Romaine was just wonderful in yes. this episode. Um, yes, stood out. And you are so right, uh, Fleet Commodore, because it is what I buy. I'm attached to these characters. And Samal, every time I see him on screen, he just oozes a Starfleet captain. Oh, yeah. He's just so made for it. And Ethan Peck is just continuing to impress playing Spock, I think. And their dynamic, their chemistry, which is something you can manufacture. So it's there, which is right. kind of yeah, really great. Um, and yeah, I love the fact that we got we uh, we had two that two definitive separate storylines, and it was good to see the ship operate without its captain and, and its science officer solving an issue kind of internally while these two are stuck on the planet. I did love the concept of those people were so desperate to be part of. Yeah, the Federation that they risk their lives to it. It kind yeah. of shows to the grab how important it is to the galaxy to be part of, you know, uh, well, the Alpha Quadrant at least, anyway, to be part of the Federation. So yeah, lots of good stuff. But yeah, it's a it's a Force Awakens episode for me, um, in sense of what it kind of is. But yeah. I like the Force Awakens. I didn't <laughs> know. I love it. Look, I'm a, I've got Star Wars tattooed on my arm. I'm I'm all in. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, all the good stuff, but a little bit of the bad stuff. No, I have to take fine. this jacket off. I'm, I'm sweltering right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Commodore's going on leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, need, you need a shirt that says, go climb a rock. <laughs> I do, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> you can wear that underneath your... your uh, Con. No, that's not a bad T-shirt either. Even uh, though we're crossing. I know. That's Save the Daleks. Nice. I like Save that. I, like, I didn't know you like cool. Doctor Who. That's good to know. Um, uh, one thing we're going to move on to ten forward. Ten forward. All right, and this is an open forum. Da, da, for da, da, da. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got. We'll get some music going. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is an open forum for all of us to kind of discuss what they think of. Um, or say whatever you like about the episode, to speak freely, yeah. so to speak, yeah, about the episode. I've got something, a little bit of an interesting tidbit about this episode. I want to oh, okay. About. I do too, so this is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the director of this episode is Leslie Hope. Okay. Which may not mean anything to you guys, except if you ever watched 24, Jack ah. Bauer's wife directed this episode. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, good, so if you do like remember that, that yeah. I'm going back to 2002 there, but it's interesting <laughs> how... Uh, I always find it fascinating how successful TV actors, and she's been at a ton of shows throughout the years, you know, doing guest spots and that, how they kind of go and become directors, you know. And yeah. uh, I found some of the best Star Trek directors have actually been performers on the show. Yeah, yeah. Look at so, absolutely. Jonathan yeah. Frakes. Uh, I'm not talking Captain William Shatner, but yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Star Trek Five. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, he tried. It he tried. <laughs> 
He tried. <laughs> they didn't have enough money. That's the right. problem. Yeah, that, yes. was, problem. that was their well, issue. Yeah. 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 Release the uh, Shatner cut, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to see rock men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, you know, I, since we brought up Star Trek Five, that Shockery is the reason. The reason why it's named Shockery is uh, Cybok was actually supposed to be Sean Connery. I don't know if you yes, knew that, uh, but yeah. I always thought that was a fun tidbit. About That's that. yeah. hilarious. And but he Ooh. turned it down to do a movie called Highlander, which uh, not a bad choice. It's not a bad choice. Not a bad yeah. choice. Not a bad choice. It's but... me, Spock. It's Cyborg. <laughs> it's Cyborg. <laughs> Open your mind to me. <laughs> Come sure on, you we get. Open your mind. <laughs> Share your brain. <laughs> um. Oh well, I just wanted you to dub that movie again now. Yeah, now we're getting into all the ADR for that role. Um, yeah, that would be I a mean, lot of fun. Yeah, bit of face swap technology. We can do this, <laughs> right? We have to get them on the corridor crew and see if they'll do an episode about that. There you go. Time for a deep fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I was so impressed uh, with the end of the episode uh, where. Una is recording her log, and at the very end, oh, yeah. she says, "Computer, delete that whole thing." And that was a total throwback to "In the Pale Moonlight" from Deep Space Nine. Oh yeah, such uh, a great episode. Hasn't been brought up. I don't know. I haven't seen it anywhere, but I think that was an exact akin to "The Pale Moonlight," where Cisco yeah. actually sacrifices somebody in order to bring the Romulans into the war. Yeah. And won a ton of awards that episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's one of their greatest yeah. Deep Space Nine. And episodes. it is just. So I was so impressed that I actually tweeted out to um, Akila Cooper, who was the writer of this episode. Wow. And, and I said, I see what you did there, and I love it. No, no, she didn't. Oh. Somebody did like it. It probably wasn't her. <laughs> but Probably busy writing another episode. Yeah, probably. probably. That's true. Very true. Yeah. I do have to say, though, uh, I have noticed that the uh, current crop of Star Trek actors and writers and directors are super responsive on social media. Yes. I've, had, yeah. I've had interactions with Wilson Cruz and Anthony Rapp, and I oh, the name's escaping me, but one of the writers. Yeah. And it's just, I was just like, wow, you know, they're, they're like paying attention to people. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I, it's I, so I cool, too, and smart. Mm -hmm. I chat frequently with books. And um, uh, Doug Bradley a lot, who oh, is nice. uh, from Discovery, yeah, number one on Discovery. So that Saru, uh, such yeah, a nice Saru. person. But yeah, Saru is. A, but yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're on social media, chat them up uh, and look us up, and we're gonna get into that later. But please, um, Annie, tell us something that you feel should be said about this episode. Ooh. I feel like I kind of already touched on it with the whole Benga and his daughter thing. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the ethics behind that, questionable as the mm, uh, chief medical officer, right? Like kind of putting the entire ship at risk when they're kind of yeah. already at risk. So a little iffy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I had <laughs> thought it was really, I just, I, I just died laughing at uh, Uhura opening up her little nightshade thing and seeing all those guys like, nah! 
around the lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just struck me as so funny for some reason that. that yeah, know, I, I laughed too. Yeah. <laughs> you were asleep and then like you just like opened your curtains and, and saw everybody's that. Like, <laughs> like, what yeah. are you doing? And I think she says that like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know what I love about really that scene? <laughs> you know what I love about that scene too? When they go back and number one, like, uh, tell me exactly what happened. And I just love that little bit of how she actually physically gets in there to yeah. try to discover what the issue is. And I just love that. Yeah, there's those little kind of quirky things I love. But, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Uh, that was it. That, yeah. would have <laughs> just that, that little bit. That was a little bit. I also yeah. like the fact that Hammer was um, on to Umbega and he knew something was up and yeah. Umbega had to spend extra time to hide it. From him, I just thought that was pretty mm. damn cool. <laughs> I'm like Nathan, obsessed with seen, Hammer. Yeah, yeah we've seen Hammer for like what seven, eight minutes throughout these last two episodes, and already yeah. he's like such a great character. I just right. so I, want cool. a, I want a Hammer episode so badly. I'm tired yeah. of cameos. I oh, want an really? episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, he's he's awesome. I mean, he is badass. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. 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 He's uh, another actor that's very active on social media. Bruce oh, Martin. really? I don't yeah. think I follow mm -hmm. him yet. I've, I've been. I, I actually not him. seen the dude without makeup. Oh no! Oh, I don't think. Oh I yeah. Have. yeah. He's a handsome I want to looking keep dude. The dude. Going. Yeah, oh, okay. handsome guy. He's very handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like uh, I used to watch the show called Farscape. Another sci-fi. Oh show. yes, I remember. Oh Farscape. Farscape. Yes. Oh wow. Okay, great. I'm, I'm what of it was made great. here in Australia? Yeah, that one. Yes, <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah, it was filmed in the Sydney Fox Studios. Yeah, yeah, and it was interesting because wow. with without the alien makeup, people didn't look as good in person. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty oh, no. funny. I was like, hmm, that's how you look. Okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, Fleet Commodore, do you have any? Uh, things that you want to talk about before we move forward you know i i do but i think that they all fall into the realm of prediction so okay. i'm going to sit on them for now and i'm going to uh talk about them later and i just shared you know my hammer thought that i want more hammer we need <laughs> yeah. star trek hammer and then we just need to follow him around as he's <laughs> yes as he fixes things and is snarky about it and I'm he's just, got those <laughs> self-stealing <laughs> stuff oh my gosh we need oh, yeah. we need a I don't know how it happened, but we need episode. a scene with Jet Reno and Hammer in the same room. Oh my god! I, I don't know how that's how that's possible, but it needs to. Happen. I don't know, but we need maybe it. a flashback where they met each other before you know all that business. But oh, we could have amazing. like a next gen episode with uh, Leah. Oh man, what's her name? The Jordy's like online girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh my gosh, I cannot totally weird it out in the end of Leah Brahms. Leah Brahms, that's it. Yeah. I do know uh, Leah, but I could not remember her last name. Yeah, we need a Leah Brahms episode with Jordy like being issued <laughs> In this day and age, Jordy being issued a Navy O for... Oh, he, he was stalker a little bit, eh? Yeah. yeah. He, would, he, would a, he was uh, yeah. really weird. When, you know, he's bad. had a couple of restraining orders against him by now. Yeah, He's in the Me Too space movement. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the amount of cringe when she walks in and finds that hologram is like you have like yeah. sympathetic anxiety for him. Yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. the equivalent of not erasing your browser history, right? There. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, Jay, do you have anything that you wish to add? Yes, let's move on to future speculation. Oh, okay, I guess you know. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. It for kind of fits me. that graphic in a way. It does. Too. It does. The way he's holding the canard. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, the future speculation this week. Um, I mean, I saw the trailer for next week's episode. I don't know if you guys have jumped in that no, far. I don't ever I watch them. Seen it. No. Now, I haven't all right, seen well, that yet. I'm right, going so, fresh. Okay, I won't. I won't spoil it, but. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know oh, it's but does be... this pollute your future speculation then? Do you no, know no, things? No, 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 no. Are you going to come I... off way smarter to us next week because you've actually watched the trailer? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, don't worry, don't worry. We're all on the same, the good, same shoot. Good. Uh, I know we're doing character building, and I, I know we desire more of Hemmer, mm. but I think we're going to get a, a Lana episode. <gasps> yes. Next week, and I, it has nothing to do with the trailer. Yeah. I'm just saying this is just speculation. I really think because yeah. the way it is set up for augments, and there was so much discussion yeah. based yeah. on this episode about augments and the, the throwdown between Lana and Una um, while she was possessed and she almost blew up the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, that was a little. I, I need more light. Uh, and that was also a, uh, a Farscape episode, actually. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> The same virus. I need more light, pilot. The um, I think you know, that, Goss hated that episode. By the I'm way, I'm sure they They're did. Like, <laughs> we need light. We need light. We need light. We need more darkness. <laughs> but uh, as they seem to build these ten episodes in each of the main characters, I really think we're going to get uh, a Lana episode, and we're going to get get into what is her purpose and what is she trying to do? Is she trying to find her space scent seed of an ancestor that's floating out somewhere? Does she? Are we going to find out that she somehow puts Kirk's crew in the realm, in the reach of the U.S. Botany Bay? That's so, right. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing to find out. But that's me. I'm going to go with Jay. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're pretty well on the money there. I think that's where we're kind of going to lead. And uh, I think it's an interesting subject to tackle, like of, you know, because it's happened in our own history. I'm sure there are German ancestors who are still struggling to deal with the crimes of their family. Right. And it's, uh, you know, how do you deal with it and how do you move forward past that and establish yourself as being judged as an individual rather than being associated with some horrific things that were done in the past. So, yeah, I, I, I would love them to go that way. I'm hoping they're going to go that way next week because... Then you're going to get into some real meaty stuff, I think. Um, I agree. And yeah, and then I reckon the week after you you would have an episode about Himmer, like to lighten it up maybe a little bit. So, yeah. So you get into something real dark and deep next week and then <laughs> lighten it up week after, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Annie? Let's see. Future predictions. Hmm. I definitely foresee Mbenga's daughter being part of the future discussion. I feel mm. like you have just done that, and then, like, that's the end of it. Like, nope, we need to know what happens to her. We need to know what happens to him. And to, are there consequences for him doing this? Like, I don't know. So I think we'll see a little bit of that. I foresee much, a lot. I feel like this episode, this episode, this series is doing a really good job of giving us backstories on already beloved characters and I think we're going to get more of that, whether that's Hemmer or Laon or Spock. I feel like we're going to see more of that kind of like carving out the deeper areas of each character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as I feel like we're in for like a rescue mission now. Like we've had the first contact. We've had uh, like a slight rescue mission with Mahanit. Although that seemed more of also like a first contact thing with the egg. Mm -hmm. Um, The space Fabergé egg. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. So I feel like I feel like someone's going to be in danger and the ship is going to have to go save them. That's what I'm looking forward to. (laughs) Mm. Fleet Commodore. Well, um, now I'm going to get into my predictions. Yay! Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think Mbenga is going to have to pay a price because we know from the original series that he's on the Enterprise, but he's no longer CMO. Mm. So I'm kind of yeah. thinking yeah. maybe this precipitates that in some way, and and, Ooh, and it should one. because, Could quite honestly, well. hiding your daughter in a transporter buffer and risking the ship is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my other prediction is this i personally don't think that laan is genetically modified oh i i think that Ooh. she has a bit of self-loathing as far as that goes and i i liked the uh i like the comparison that she's sort of like the descendant of a space nazi basically and she's ashamed yeah. of her heritage and she's ashamed mm. of that uh that that um association and then her best friend, the person she looks up to, turns out to be the thing that she hates. Oh, so it's right. Like, so I see, I see something Ooh. there that's mm. on its way. Something, I, I think number one's going to have to have a price to pay as well. And I think that unfortunately, Pike's going to have a price to pay as well for hiding it. And unless, you know, number one takes the fall for everybody. I just don't see them. I don't know. I I don't see them pulling another Julian Bashir where they say, "Oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine." I just can't see them. Doing right, it. because the Julian Bashir is what a hundred years later. Or? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they they probably come to terms with it more so than they have at this juncture. So, yeah, yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be deep. Uh, yeah. Jay, I see you you're nipping yes. at the Yes. Ne- I just I should have mentioned what n- the title of next week's episode is. What is that? And it is Memento Mori. Oh. In Latin, means remember that you must die. Oh. So, which is an interesting one. Also, trinkets given out at funerals, usually photos. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, coins and things like that, I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe a future speculation is the end of Space Chalamet. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, it's a yeah, yeah, that's a lance. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the look, hasn't he? It is yeah, literally look, Tom Hiddleston <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet. Absolutely, absolutely. Talk about genetic augmentation. Yeah, it's truly really happening, <laughs> right? Oh my god! But Won yeah, the genetic lottery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but right. yeah, that's all. You don't have any other future speculations? No. No, nah, I threw in the title of next week's episode. I've done enough. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have someone uh, jump at the bit to have their social medias um, spread all about the internet and all of those who are watching. Uh, let's have Annie, uh, Admiral Annie, give us your socials if you want to be reached out to um, and some of the projects you're working on so that the folks can therefore see these things and enjoy in the glory that is Admiral Amy. <laughs> it's very sweet. My <laughs> other podcast is on hold at the moment. My okay. co, uh, co-chatter is busy uh, moving in with his partner. So I'm giving him that space to kind of hang out. He's loving the show and everything, but 
yeah, that's on hold right now. So I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> In that case, uh, Fleet Commander, please. You have oh, well. Oh, many well. wondrous things I know from. <laughs> I. <laughs> I am on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under at Jason Roy Gaston. Um, I also have a, a a YouTube channel that I'm currently not posting to at the moment, but I'm planning to resume very soon. I'm okay. also executive producing a Scooby Doo reboot in my head that oh. will air in on HBO Max in my imagination. Oh yeah! <laughs> I was excited. It's like, whoa, you're executive producer. Oh, it's a racially diverse Scooby Doo cast. So uh, I'm. I'm I going like to start uh, posting episode ideas on TikTok very soon because it, it it's fun and it makes the wrong people upset and that, that makes me happy. I'm, I'm there for that's the best I'm there for it. Yeah, I'm totally there for it. What do you mean, Freddie's Mexican now? Freddie can't be Mexican. Oh, no, see, he can. <laughs> oh my God! Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, spending your time here. With us in the Captain's Quadrant, we really appreciate all of your insights, your quandaries, and your dives deeply into the episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I appreciate each and every one of you, as I always do, and it's such a delight to have you here. I'm going to sign off. I thank all of you for listening. Thank you for watching, if you're watching, and thank you for downloading if you've listened to it in the podcast format. Please like, share, and subscribe, all those fun things, and rate us on the Apple Podcast. Spotify and all those wondrous uh, opportunities that you have to give us a good rating. And until then, make it so.